You're listening to the Average Sports Guys podcast with Eddie and Marcus. Hey, what's going on, everyone? Yo, yo. Today is episode 63. 63. That's right. I'm Eddie. I'm Adam. This is Marcus. And we're joined by a very special guest, Mr. D'Angelo Haslam. How's it going, sir? It's going all right, man. How you guys doing? Pretty good. So for those of you who don't know, D'Angelo is a good friend of this show, former Ohio State defensive back, and he's Adam and I's co-worker. So we always chop it up, talk football. D'Angelo always reminds me how much I don't know, so I decided to have him on the show. (laughs) Thanks a lot for having me, man. Yeah. All right. So let's get into it real quick. NFL news. I just wanted to get since we got D'Angelo on the phone, see if you've been tracking any of this. Marcus, why don't you get into this Deshaun Watson stuff and then we'll get D'Angelo's opinion. Yeah. So the numbers are growing by the day, right? Like it started out with like two women, then four, then 12. And now I think they're like around 24 women. Yeah. Yeah. Like. We originally thought, like, you know, it could be a a little wishy-washy situation with, you know, disagreements and people trying to come in and, uh, you know, tarnish the name of Deshaun Watson, money grab. Maybe, I don't know, wait till the facts come out, but the more women there are, it's looking really bad. Like, it's one of those things where it's just like, dude, what are you doing? Yeah. Right. So, what are your thoughts? D'Angelo, let's get your thoughts on that. Okay, so, this is already a bad situation because, I mean... First and foremost, to be a black quarterback, and then on the flip side of that, this whole—I don't want to call it a scandal—but at the same time, when you got sixteen women, fourteen women, whether he makes it out or not, it's going to be lawsuits. It's going to be a a bunch of stuff that comes out of this. Mm -hmm. And I mean, I feel like because he was productive, the NFL will fight for him. I mean, Mm -hmm. but the other side of that is is like like. This, the fan base is going to be crazy because you're allowing pretty much the whole Bill Cosby thing to happen to Deshaun Watson. Ah, yeah, you know, so point. so it's just, yeah, so it's a, it's a scary situation for him. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, it's for for Houston as a whole, even though he was trying to get out of there, mm-hmm. but it's going to be hard for him to get out of that, get out of Houston, get out of that situation, and another team want to pick him up and take along the the, the fan base that. Well, the nonsense that he's going to have, you know, during that time. So mm-hmm. I, yeah. I really feel bad for for the whole situation as a whole. It's a, it's a it's a terrible situation, and I don't know if he's going to necessarily like make it out of it because the more women you have, the the, the more it's going to gravitate towards. Hey, um, we're going to really have to listen look into this suspensions. Is he going to be able to play football again? Mm-hmm. That's what it usually boils down to, right? Yeah. And then jail time. Because yep. the last person I can really think of like this is uh, Darren Sharper. Mm. Oh, yeah. He, wow. Yeah. He, he, he's the last person I really, like, I really, really uh, seen, like, like kind of go through this. And mm. he did, he's doing jail time or, or still, or had to do jail time. I don't, I'm not even sure if he's still in or out. But his situation was kind of, like, similar to this. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a good point. I actually forgot all about that until y'all yeah. just said it. Yeah, for yeah, sure. Man. Yeah, so like my quick take on it is at first when it first, you know, surfaced or, or whatever, the, there was no police reports. It was just like allegations and it was right. like just the, the civil suits and things like that. So, right. you know, your your initial thought and, and we spoke on this on uh, one of the last episodes, like obviously we take sexual assault very serious. Very seriously. You know, we're, we're not quick I'm to say we're, we're, we're not quick to say the, the, the women is lying, anything like that. But not at all. Timing of everything, the way details came out, then the attorney went to Twitter versus like through normal, I guess, media channels. Right. So things just seemed a little weird. But now, like there's the, the amount of women. It's, it's like Adam and I were talking yesterday. It's like there's too much smoke to not be fire. Right. You yep. know, because at first... I posed a question on this show, D'Angelo, was does this hurt his, you know, value as far as trading and, and things like that? Now Oh definitely. Yeah, now, but it's it's even deeper to your point, is he ever even gonna play again? Right. Facts. You know, so I right. don't Yeah. Yeah. I mean, he signed what, a hundred and sixty million dollar deal a year ago? Yeah. Yes, yeah. I mean, who's gonna pay that money? I mean, <laughs> if somebody if somebody does pick him up, they're definitely restructuring his contract. Yes, Before sir. he even gets to like, you know, like who's going to actually pay that type of money for a guy that's problems, especially at the quarterback position, Yep. Mm-hmm. you know? So I just, like I said, uh, I mean, hopefully it, it comes out in his favor, but in, in the way, if he did not do these things, right? you right. know, but if he did, I mean, well, he gotta go. I mean, with the number of women, yeah, he got to go hard, right? Yeah. He <laughs> got to go. Cause I mean, like I said, you're, 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 that fan base is going to leave him. And it's gonna become. I mean, it's gonna it's gonna be a follow on to this. Like, this is the wrong time. I mean, with you know, female female um uh, what VP, mm-hmm. um so like yes, the vice president, all that. Like, there's just too much going on in in the world right now. You for know, sure. saying with women, with the women women's movement, for him to actually still be still be here. Right. Yeah. You know. Yeah. If, if it is true. Mm-hmm. So before we move on from this topic, Adam. What's your take on it? If if you have an opinion at all, I I do not. <laughs> I would like to not comment on this too much. That's honestly, um, I, I just gonna echo the same thing that we said in a former podcast, which is that I just hope that whoever is in the right comes out on top. Yeah, for sure. Uh, exactly. You know, overall, it's just 100%. it is just a sad, yeah. sad situation. You hate to see it um, from from all standpoints, right? Like right. Uh, you know from the standpoint as a football fan we could potentially lose like one of the best talents we've seen in a long time right um and and as you mentioned like a black quarterback who's really succeeding and not just like a running quarterback or whatever right, right? he's like breaking a lot of those sort of stereotypes but then obviously there's like the ethical and moral, moral. concerns yeah. here right oh, yeah, like sure. it, yeah it's just uh it just sucks and my last point is like 42% of the fan base are women so they're all paying attention and thinking well, right. what is the NFL going to do to yep. protect our interests in, you know, the entertainment of the NFL? You mm-hmm. know what I mean? So that's something to definitely watch out for because, like we talked about before, like the more women that show up, it's looking horrible by the day. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So, yeah. Right. And I think the NFL has started their own investigation now as well, right? For sure. Like they've got their, you know, their investigators is out there trying to, I think she's actually trying to get access to um, all the, the people who the submitted accusers, those claims, right? right? Yeah, yeah right. all the accusers. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, but it's it's we're gonna have to see this play out on on a couple fronts. Yes, sir, mm-hmm. for sure. All right, so yeah. moving on, um, free agency stuff. Uh, 
there really wasn't any. Now you guys jump in if if I miss anything. The only thing that I had of note is the Giants, just because it's within the yeah. division. I know yeah. D'Angelo, this is not your part of the show, but um, <laughs> mm-hmm. the Giants signed Kenny Galladay. Yes, they did. That was uh, kind of upsetting. Yeah. Um, I hope he continues his injury trend. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> that, that hip's just not feeling great right. right now. Yeah. And then they also signed cornerback. Was it uh, Adoree Jackson? Adoree mm-hmm. Jackson. Yes, they did. Yeah. So. I don't know. D'Angelo, what's your take on that? Do you think that helps the Giants? I mean, definitely with Kenny Galladay, right? You know. Of course. Of course. I mean, like, to give Daniel Jones another weapon, mm-hmm. I mean, especially when he's coming into his own this year, uh, like, he he didn't have a terrible season this year for, I mean, what you expected of him. I mean, and, still, and then replacing the Eli Manning. So, I mean, he's doing a lot better than anybody probably could have expected early on. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, giving Kenny Galladay to that, I mean, yeah, he definitely needs extra weapons. I mean, you got to think over the years, you you lost guys like Odell Beckham, and from that from that organization, you need somebody to also put fans in the stands, you know. Oh yeah. So I think Kenny Galladay actually actually helps on that forefront too. Yeah, and then with a healthy Saquon, and then their defense, I think people sleep on their defense They're, overall, right? Yeah, yeah, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a good defense. Where D'Angelo, where would you say they stack up again? Now it's just on paper in the NFC East right now. <laughs> I, I hate to say this. Hey, let's, to say hey, this, let's keep think, those laughs think, to a minimum. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so look, if if I'm looking at that defense, I think Washington, because of their front, mm-hmm. has the best defense inside that that you know, that whole NFC. That's, uh, that's the right answer. Deal. Yeah, that's yeah. right. <laughs> but, but I'm not too sure. But, about that, but based continue. on how the season played out last year, and really. It could have. It was a toss up at the end. At the end mm-hmm. for that wild card mm-hmm. place, I think Washington. I mean, um, the Giants actually have a, a, a shot. You know, so I mean, I I think I'm sorry. I'm, the Giants actually have a shot, mm-hmm. but I think Washington has the best defense. I think actually, the Giants might be number two because I can't count on the Cowboys to do anything. And then <laughs> right. the Philly Phillies lost a lot. And yeah. then they're going through a whole transition, or even on the offensive side of the ball. Mm-hmm. I actually see them on the field a lot more this year, even mm-hmm. with Jalen Hurts behind the helm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I would say that's fair. So before the Giants um, signed, you know, Galladay, and then some of the other—I mean, all their free agents—it it seems like they were trying to make big move after big move. Yeah. Uh, before, but before they inked um, Galladay, I kind of had um, Dallas and Washington. Relatively even, I would give the slight edge to Washington because they won the division. Their defense is good. And then Dallas only because they re-signed Dak, right? Yeah. Um, all things point to he'll be back healthy and things should be fine there. So they'll have one of the better offenses. But right. it's just their defense that is going to keep other teams in games. Right. You Hot know? garbage. But oh. now, we would be crazy to say that the Giants have no shot. I, I think it's a three-horse race. Obviously, Marcus, my man with the Eagles. <laughs> I'm quiet over here. Um, <laughs> Wait, my turn. I mean, <laughs> for real. but it's just a big rebuild, right? Oh, you know sure, what I mean? Yeah. New coach. All mm-hmm. I mean, almost all new coaches. Whole bunch of new players. Yep. You know what I mean? So you guys all still have to learn the new system, things of that nature. Yes, Plus, you know, your, your new players coming in and, and things like that. So I think you guys, you know, are fourth in the division. <laughs> 
But I mean, we've we've seen I'll stranger things. I'll, I'll I'll take that for right now. No, but I mean, I mean, think about it, right? Like like Tackle Adam and I yeah. finally, for once, get to smile because we've always been the bottom dwellers, no yeah. matter what. Like coming out the gate, whether it was free agency or the draft, mm-hmm. it's like, eh, okay, it's Washington. And then, mm-hmm. you know, from from the start of the season, you know, everything just kind of falls apart. Yeah, so for sure. it'll be interesting to see Dallas historically. Seems to let everybody down um, <laughs> as soon as the yep. you know what I mean. Like they'll it's uh, December, dude. Yeah, yeah, like they'll they'll string together like a good portion of a season, and you know everybody on on all the major networks are you know just having a slurp fest for Dallas, <laughs> and then they they end up you know falling apart, crapping the bed. Yep, right. So classic. Yeah. Um, anything from you guys? So for me, I think another big inking was. That Leonard Williams contract, sixty-three million guaranteed. Oh yeah, yeah. that's a big move on their port because, yeah. uh, like, the, what I remember playing them last year is that we had a lot tougher time, like, running the ball with that man on the field. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. That dude's just a straight up problem. Um, overall, mm-hmm. uh, I still give you guys the edge on defense just based on what you guys have been able to do last year. Mm-hmm. But I also think adding a Dory Jackson, um, I, I mean, it definitely helps out. But oh, for I sure. definitely yeah. got, it's a one one a thing just on paper. But I'm interested to see what they do on the field. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I I am personally scared of them right now. Well, I, I think it's a big. It was a big off season for them, right? right like they right. they made a lot of big moves. It's kind of like. Um, Remember when they had Eli and it was like after two or three years with Eli, they went and signed that big receiver, the dude who like shot himself or something. Oh, yeah, it was a like, Plexico Burris. Oh, yeah, 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 right. Like that, that's what that's what the Galladay signing feels like to me, right? Like they're they're taking big swings. Yeah, they right? are. I I mean, it's gonna come down to Daniel Jones, right? Like, is yep. he who oh, they think sure. he is? Because right. Um, right. right now they're putting him in the best possible position to succeed, for and sure. if he's not successful, uh, you know, that's just that's just on them. Um, I, I personally am scared of them, though, because I think while I do think that the Washington defense is better, uh, I, I think that the Giants are a solid number two, at least in our division. Mm-hmm. And then while I do think that the Cowboys probably have the most potent offense in our division, I think the Giants are at number two in, in the offensive category as well. Like they've got some weapons. Yeah. Um, oh, for sure. You know, I remember Slayton. Slayton might not be like a number one receiver, but he doesn't have to be anymore. Right. Mm-hmm. And he I think, open. I think he'll feel like he will fill that slot. And obviously they still have Shepard, Evan Engram. Like mm-hmm. the, those guys won't have to be the number one guy anymore. So uh, yeah, I, I'm actually kind of nervous about the Giants. Not only that, didn't like Daniel Jones clock like a four two five, like booking it. Yeah, like right before, scrambles, right, right before he trips. Right before he trips turf monsters. Yeah. So um, for the rest of the league, I need you guys to just start, you know, embedding turf monsters into the field because <laughs> obviously that's the only thing that's going to stop that man from running. But no, but seriously, like you still ha- he's still a run threat, even though people don't think about that mm-hmm. when they think of Daniel Jones. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. yeah, for sure. True. I just I, the thing is, I would I would say is that I still I still think the Giants main person is Saquon Barkley. Mm-hmm. Oh, and sure. I, I say that because it needs to go, I think Daniel Jones, like they need to have the run game established for Daniel Jones to get mm-hmm. off. Mm-hmm. Oh, for sure. I still yes. think that even though he was hurt this year, and I, you've seen what Daniel Jones can do with Saquon hurt, but I feel like if they did establish their run game early on in, in most of the games, then I think Daniel Jones would be a lot better. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I think that will open up to actually having more wins this season than last, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Because, well, yeah, I mean, if you can, if you can establish that run early, you're going to yeah. almost negate the pass rush, right? Mm-hmm. And that's what Washington right. majors in. So other teams like that with a, a, a just a stout front, mm-hmm. you're going to slow them down. 
You know what I mean? You're not going to be facing those right. crazy blitzes um, down in and down out. So, yeah, I mean, I'm I'm looking forward to the division. Like, at, at least now on paper, it seems like the NFC East <laughs> is stronger than it has been in, in years past. Yeah, so. we're not, like, the worst division in the NFL anymore. Yeah. I don't I don't Until think so. the season I, starts. I don't I'm, think so I'm, either. I'm, I'm not sold. I'm, I'm still thinking the person that gets to 8-8. The person that gets to 8-8 makes the playoffs. I don't I don't yeah I think that's what I'm looking forward to this year yeah yeah I think you're right I think you're right to be honest um all right well let's get into the meat and potatoes of the show and the reason we brought D'Angelo on so as we said the last couple shows um once we got through the free agency stuff we were going to start eyeing the draft so we thought it would be fun for each of us to pick a team in the league um and just kind of identify what we believe their you know draft need would be um and if there was any particular player that stuck out to any of us that you know we think that team could realistically draft, then we'll go ahead and, and get into it. So Marcus, you are going to be doing the green Bay Packers, correct? Yes, sir. Green Bay Packers. So the green Bay Packers, right? So the way that I looked at this team is based on their last game, right? And that was against the bucks. Mm-hmm. One thing they could not do. Well, actually there was a couple things they couldn't do. <laughs> One of the bigger things they couldn't do was stop the run. Um, uh, yeah. Leonard Fournette got off, dude. Mm-hmm. Um, not only that, like I keep saying, he found hands in Walmart <laughs> and butchered them um, throughout the game. On top of that, let's talk about their corner situation, right? So Shannon Sullivan, if I'm not mistaken, is a free agent. Um, they need to draft the guy there. Um, I also think that they also need um, tight end help because – uh, Tunyon, he this dude's a free agent, so they they have a lot of pieces missing. Not not only that, they lost their um, if I'm not mistaken, they also lost their center. So they have to, they? yeah. So I think they also yeah. So I think they have pieces that they need to rebuild on the offensive line. They got to find a corner. They have to find a tight end. And then on top of that, when are they going to draft a receiver in the top two rounds for Aaron Rodgers? <laughs> they just don't. They just do don't that, care. dude. No, they don't. So. In the end, like I think they got a lot of holes to fill, um, and in my opinion, I think they're only going to hold on to Rodgers for another, what, year or two before they actually have to move on. Mm-hmm. Um, but in the end, you can't, going back to the defense, you can't have guys ripping you for 110 yards yeah. in the playoffs. That was Godwin. Mm-hmm. That was one guy. <laughs> um, so in the end i think that they need to focus on the defense first i think they need to focus on you know rebuilding that front four getting a defensive tackle to assist with you know stopping the run because the goal is to uh, to like make teams one-dimensional right Mm -hmm. and they just haven't been able to do that over the past couple of years right so focusing there and then hopefully bringing in a tight end or in my opinion more of a receiver um to assist with aaron Rodgers, you know on the offense I mean, they did They did retain Aaron Jones. They let um, Jamal Williams walk. Um, mm-hmm. He ended up on another squad. But overall, I think, you know, starting on defense and then at best available receiver is what my thoughts were. What do you guys think? Yeah, I, I was thinking receiver. Um, I thought their defense was okay at mm-hmm. times last year. But, I mean, you're right, like the stop and the run. Um, yeah. So, I mean, they can definitely, definitely improve on the defense. But mm-hmm. I don't know. I mean – I feel like I mean, Rodgers can take a no-name receiver and, and, and make him serviceable, almost like Tom Brady did in right. in New England. Go ahead, like, D'Angelo. 
Oh, go ahead. I honestly think, like, like based on where they're falling, what pick are they actually? What pick, what pick are, is, is Green Bay right now? Because who I'm thinking they're actually going to pick up because he's going to be there later on is probably Rondell Moore oh. if he's available. Because uh-huh. I think he's going to be there later in the round. Like, I mean, he'll probably be – he'll go between 20 and 30, mm-hmm. I, I, I believe. So I think, like, he's, like, one of those guys that can – Fit a little bit of everything, come out the backfield. Right. I mean, be a good slot receiver. Like one of the, he can kind of do a little bit of everything. The only thing about him is that he's small, but he fits well with uh, Devontae Adams. Right. They're you pick, know, they're so that's going to stretch the field. Yeah. So I really think, like, as a receiver wise, they'll end up getting that if they don't go defense. Because mm-hmm. I am on your same wavelength when it comes down to the defense, like what happened against Tampa Bay and the fact that they're going to see probably Tampa Bay again if they do get to the playoffs again. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I think that. They'll need a, a good secondary. Oh yeah, yes. Somebody in the secondary. Somebody else in the secondary. I mean, a lockdown corner or a, a ball hawking type free safety. Because mm-hmm. now Tampa Bay throwing the ball down the field, mm-hmm. so it. I think they'll need something like somebody that's going to create some turnovers in, in a deep end. Mm-hmm. Adam thoughts. That all makes a lot of sense. <laughs> 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 I. I don't know. I, I just, I love Aaron Rodgers. And yeah. you, like you said, right, he can take a pedestrian guy and turn him serviceable. But like, I just want to see him with someone good again. Right? For like, sure. He's got Devontae and, and Devontae's become great with him. Right. But you remember like those old days when they had like, who, it was like Jordy. They had, um, oh, was dirty. Randall Cobb, like all those guys. Right. The, the, even Greg his tight ends were nasty. Right? Oh, yeah. Yep. I want to see that Rodgers back again. Like he, Lit the league on fire without a whole lot behind him right. last season, and I would love to see them just just like invest in your your best asset, please. Like it'll make Devonte better too, because not everyone's just gonna have to worry about him solely anymore. Aaron Jones is solid, right? Mm-hmm. Like they they do have some pieces on that busy. offense. For sure. And like a random guy, Alan Lazard popped last season, yeah. especially towards the back end. We're like, who is this yeah. guy? But he was getting separation and getting open. And then one more piece, they re-signed Mercedes Lewis. That man has been in the league forever. Mm-hmm. He's 36. Yeah. This man is 36. He's a 36-year-old tight end. Like, what are you guys doing? And, yeah. Like, yeah, I think, <laughs> I think I think Adam was in fourth grade. <laughs> he's he's good for like he's, one highlight play every season, though, right? right? I, like, I'll just see him break out like a 50-yard touchdown. I'm like, that dude is still in the league. I yeah. forgot about. Crazy. It. I mean, I, I guess him and LeBron are like texting each other, yeah. like like sharing secrets <laughs> on how to stay in the league. Yeah. But he's 36. Yeah. <laughs> Crazy. <laughs> That's funny. All right. Well, let's get into uh, D'Angelo's team. Pittsburgh Steelers. Oof. What you got for us? Okay. So it's a lot happening with Pittsburgh. <laughs> and <laughs> I, 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 it's so much going on. It's like it's pandemonium going on with the Pittsburgh Steelers. Like they, they lost Villanueva. I mean, yeah. it's a free agency because they owed him $16.5 million. Ooh. This upcoming season, they're already negative twenty one million plus in the in the cap. So it's like they don't everything that they're going to get has to pretty much come out the draft this year. Mm-hmm. And them signing the real free agents or high quality free agents this year is not even a thing. Mm-hmm. I mean, they lost Bud Dupree. I mean, mm-hmm. yes, eight 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 sacks. Yeah. He's probably the biggest name that they did lose this year. Yeah, and yep. eight sacks last year. On you got TJ Watt on the other uh, on the other side that you're probably going to give him a deal next year for his 15 sacks that he produced this year. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. it's it's a it's a lot going on with them. But because uh, Marquise Pouncey 
left left and retired this year. Yep. They got an immediate need for uh interior lineman, center, yep. or offensive guard that they could convert. Yep. Um because Villain the Wave was gone, they're missing the offensive tackle. And if Big Ben's coming back, you're going to want to protect him. Mm-hmm. So that that's that those are the immediate needs. But what I'm actually suspecting they'll do, because they were last in rush offense in the league, damn sure in the division. <laughs> you know, and they're I think they're going to pick up a running back. And my main two people that I'm actually seeing that if I want to hinge my bets on that's going to be productive when I come in, you can get Najee Harris or Travis Etienne. Yep. Those are two that I, if, if you can't get either one of them, I don't know who you get, and I will put my cards in those two. <laughs> I, like, those are only two guys that I, like, I seen that I seen this year that, was, that, that stood out. There's a couple guys out of North Carolina, but I just, like, the running back position is the easiest transitionable, like, mm-hmm. uh, player in, at the next level. Mm-hmm. Like, a good college running back usually uh, equates to a good, you know, pro running back. So, I think if you don't get one of those two, you're you're pretty much stuck. Um, <laughs> I do think if you do get – if something does come up and there's a quarterback left on the board that's good in the second round and who I'm probably seeing there – could be Mac Jones, mm-hmm. possibly. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's a stretch. Mm-hmm. I think that's where you go next, even though if you need those other positions of a center and offensive tackle. Mm-hmm. I, I could just see that because Big Ben, if he goes down again, he has no injury over the past. Um, I don't think Nick Smooth hopes to answer or Dobbs, neither one. <laughs> so, <laughs> so like, if you want to keep the season alive, I think you go with one Which of these guys that are kind of a proven winner. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Don't play with me, man. Yeah, I mean, come on, man. No, like, I, like, I, like, I like Dwayne. I like Dwayne Haskins. I really do. I just, like, I think this is just a test here to see if he can even be in the league. No, for yeah. sure. And oh, I hope, sure. 100%. I hope, yeah, and, and I hope he does. I mean, I hope he pans out. I, mm-hmm. I do believe he has a big arm. Mm-hmm. I do believe they have a decent receiving core. You did come back for $8 oh, yeah. million, they, they always but, have receivers. Always. Right. The only thing I say about Juju in that respect is that, hey, he's only worth eight million. You know, right. like, like <laughs> I mean, so they, they they truly view him as a number two receiver. Yeah. Um, you got Clay Poole out there, and mm-hmm. I can't remember the number. Yeah. So dude? I think they're doing Washington. really well. Washington. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, I think they're doing well. I just like there's so many pieces missing. I think you need to get somebody for Bud Dupree on the edge side. Fast. I can't really. Yeah, you sign Kerrigan. Do, but the thing is, the, the Kerrigan. Yeah, he's a free agent. Yeah. Sign him. Yeah, he still got football <laughs> oh, come left. On. <laughs> that, they, can't, they can't sign anybody. Mm. <laughs> oh yeah, you ain't got no money. You ain't got no money. So like, it's that's like the, the piece. Like, you gotta find in the draft. And I will say this because they got rid of um Mike Hilton this year. Right. Uh-huh. They're a nickel corner. Mm. I think Asante Samuel Jr. from Florida State mm. would make a great mm. replacement for him. Okay. Like a great replacement for him because he could play in the slot and he could play outside. Like he's just the 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 pick that I want in that secondary with uh with uh you got Joe Hayden out there, you got Cumberland, you got uh uh my guy Alabama. Who am I talking about? Sertain. Not Sertain. Stacy. Stacy out of Alabama. Oh, that's there right oh, now. Minka, yeah, yeah, Minka. They got, you got Minka Fitzpatrick back there. Oh, yeah, and it shows some things like they do need an interior linebacker because mm-hmm. Minka was a leading tackler. When you got – and your two safeties were your top 
two tacklers <laughs> or top three tacklers last yeah. year. So that always yeah, shows something you need from interior linebackers. It's not ideal. Yeah, that, yeah, it's definitely a problem. So <laughs> I like 100% agree with both you guys. And they need to find somebody else. Devin Bush was hurt last year. So hopefully they find somebody this year to do that. I'm thinking if you're going to take a gamble, I would pick Mosley out of Alabama. Mm-hmm. And I think he'll be there probably a second-day guy, maybe third round. Mm-hmm. So okay. I, I, it's a lot going on, but at the same time, <laughs> I think like the Steelers are good this year. Yeah. For like if, if, they, if they get the right guys out of the draft, but I think the first-round pick, you got to either get Travis Etienne or Najee Harris. Do you, have a, do you have a preference of those two? I actually, yeah, I do. I think I like Etienne a little bit better. Okay. He's more of a slasher to me. Yeah. Um, I think, I think they suffered when they let Le'Veon Bell go. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think they suffered some more, even though they had to let Antonio Brown go. Uh-huh. You know, so because you, you don't have a thousand yard receiver, you don't have a thousand yard rusher. James Conner, he had a semi good rookie campaign, but. After that, I mean, injuries, and they're not necessarily doing well. And like I said, when have you ever known that Pittsburgh Steelers to be the worst in the division in Russia? Yeah. Right. right. You know, so when you're looking at Baltimore, you're looking at Cleveland, you're looking at Cincinnati, all of them did significantly better in, the, in that category. Yeah. And you got to think about how Pittsburgh ended the last five games mm-hmm. of the year. I mean, they were one for four. Yeah, they were one for five, you know, yeah. one for four. So, or something like that. So, yeah, it was a terrible thing. I mean, it's because they couldn't run the ball. Defense was on the field the entire game. They couldn't control the clock because they couldn't run the ball. And, you know, it kind of exposed Ben a little bit more also. So, Yeah, so, it. I mean, it'll be interesting to see how, how things shake out in uh, Pittsburgh. My first thought, like, when I was thinking draft-wise, is because I saw, you know, the whole offensive line shake up. I was like, oh, boy. Like, yeah. Like they're going to be in trouble there. So, um I don't know. It, I'm telling you, this is why I love the draft, right? Because you try to identify the needs, um, whether it's your team or not. And then we all kind of have our mind where we think players would go, you right. know, oh, this guy is definitely first overall. Oh, he's definitely a, like a, you know, first round pick. And then you see that individual slide to the second day, third yeah. day, you know what I mean? Something like that. So no, I mean, it'll definitely, yeah. it'll definitely be interesting, but I cannot remember a time where I felt like the Steelers are kind of hanging on by a thread. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But but <laughs> yeah. to D'Angelo's point, I do think they'll be okay because they've been counted out before, right? Like a couple years ago. Right. And, you know, they they still they still hang around, you know. So for sure. Yeah. I mean, I suspect a rocky like start for them. Because mm-hmm. with so many people that are coming over like to actually get out there and play and then being in the division that they're in, which I think is arguably the toughest division to be in. Mm-hmm, I mean, sure. you had three teams that made the playoffs last year from that one division, yep. yeah. you know? So, so like with that, it's, it's, it's going to be rough in the beginning, but I think they'll, they'll do the normal, get into the normal stellar way towards the end, you know? And I think they'll, they'll make the playoffs again. Yeah. I just like Cleveland's on the uprise. Baltimore's on the uprise. Um, and, Cincinnati too, honestly. Yeah. yeah, Cincinnati too with Joe Burrow and Joe Mixon. Yeah. So it's 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 going to be a great year for them. I mean, great mm-hmm. year for that whole conference as a whole. I think mm-hmm. for sure. And for me, I think it all starts with getting Juju a bigger mouthpiece because <laughs> he was talking so much trash last season and got put on his butt. All the TikToks, yeah. all the TikToks, all, all the TikTok. yim yam. Yeah, they they shut all that down. No, but seriously, <laughs> for me. I look at the head coach. I look at Mike Tomlin, right? Like, 
even like like Eddie said, even when you think you're gonna count this team out, they always find a way to get W's. It's yeah. crazy. He'll yeah. coach them up. He'll coach them up, and he figures it out. So I think, like you said, they'll have a rocky start. But I I, I never count the Steelers out ever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, in the AFC, I would say Mike Tomlin would probably be the third best head coach. Yeah. I mean, you got Andy Reid, you got mm-hmm. Bill Belichick, and yep. then who else do you have? You know? right. So, I mean, if you look at that, those dynamics, like he's always had, had them going. And mm-hmm. the thing is, like, him and Bill, they're kind of like those defensive-minded coaches mm-hmm. versus Andy, you know, kind of runs that offense side. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You know, so, like, you know, so it's like, I really think they'll be okay and they'll figure it out on the defensive side of the ball. Mm-hmm. I think they need to just take care of the offense right now, you know, in the best way they can. Yes, sir. To actually make sure Big, Big Ben stays upright. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. For sure. All right. Now let's move it over to Adam's team. Oof. New Orleans Saints. Yeah. Yeah. So I had the New Orleans Saints. Um, uh, obviously, the the big headline with them is Drew Brees finally retiring after mm-hmm. forever yeah. um, and, and a rough season to, to cap it all off with. But I think the thing that I didn't really realize was just how much of like cap hell they were in. They were over the cap by a hundred million. Oh my god! Yeah, that was like that, I think they're like wow. the only team that was worse than us. Yeah, like it was. It, it's <laughs> oh, brutal, man. right? So. It, it, it's actually like if you want to figure out who they need to draft, it is very easy. You just figure out how they got <laughs> under the under the cap, right? Which they which they did, and wow. they deserve credit for that. They managed to get yeah. under the cap, so um, they're good now. But let's look at some of the names that they gave away. All right, they gave away Janoris Jenkins, um, their cornerback, Jack Rabbit, solid. He was yeah. probably the biggest contributor. Um, you mm-hmm. know, Breeze retiring was like them saving a million dollars, which is literally 1% of the hole that they were in. Um, I think Janoris Jenkins was like 9 million. So that yeah. was a big one for them. Um, San- Emmanuel Sanders was released. Jared mm-hmm. Cook was released. Mm-hmm. Uh, Quan Alexander, their linebacker was released. Mm. Uh, both of their interior um, defensive linemen, their, their tackles were one was released that that's Sheldon Rankins, and I think he yeah, yeah. signed with the Jets. And then uh, Malcolm Brown was traded right. uh, to the Jaguars. Or I might have the Jaguars and Jets flipped up for both of them. But yeah, that's a lot of big names, right? That they've Facts. lost. Mm-hmm. So, um, so yeah, uh, honestly, they need to draft all of that. <laughs> but um, if we if we want to look at like who they really I think should draft at least offensively they still have weapons right like they still have Michael Thomas Mm -hmm. hopefully he won't be injured and running his mouth or doing whatever this year hopefully he'll just be back to playing um (laughs) they still have Alvin Kamara and Alvin Mm -hmm. Kamara is like one of the most fun players to watch in the league in my opinion yeah, he's he's just so like you know how many how many players are out there where you're just like this dude could take it to the house at any point right, right? and he's got that like weird style of running where he's just always like balanced somehow and i just i don't <laughs> i don't understand it physically it's almost kind of like he has like a like a marshawn lynch type of running style but yeah. he's still fast yeah, like yeah, he's yeah. faster than marshawn right. but he still keeps that balance it's yeah, crazy it's, mm-hmm. yeah it's crazy so yeah they've they've got a lot of talent i think on the offensive side um, <laughs> except maybe at quarterback, they got Jameis Winston <laughs> and Taysom Hill. Oh, so, crab legs! <laughs> yeah, I like I, they trolled. They trolled the whole league with the with the contract that they gave uh, Taysom Hill, right? Like like yeah. Sean Payton's been touting this guy is like, oh yeah, we're Facts. good at quarterback forever, and and James now they got Jameis Winston. Like yeah. what what's going on over there? So, but I do think that they they're okay enough at offense at least for now because they do have a couple superstars there. So I think that they're going to end up drafting on the defensive side. Um, 
one of the interesting things about the Saints is that they play out of the nickel more than just about any other team out there. Right. And okay. for, for anyone who doesn't know what the nickel is, like I didn't know until kind of recently, <laughs> <laughs> the nickel is when you have five defensive backs. Yep. Um, so you sacrifice one of your linebackers and you play five defensive backs instead. Mm-hmm. Um, and losing Janoris Jenkins, who is a nasty cornerback, makes me think that they're going to need to replace that. So I think that they'll end up drafting a cornerback in that first round. Facts. Um, what, what pick do they have? 28. Ooh, I so, was thinking J.C. Horn, but yeah, I don't the, know if he'll still be there yeah, at, the, at 28. I think like the top three consensus picks are, yeah, it's J.C. Horn, uh, Sertain out of Bama, mm-hmm. and then um, Caleb Farley out ah, of Virginia Tech. Yep. Those are the three consensus like top three at defensive backs and it seems like they're all going to be gone so um yeah. the only guy who's really left is gregory newsom the second oh out of northwestern okay yeah um apparently this guy's pretty solid i, <laughs> <laughs> I like it. apparently we yeah. gotta iso that too apparently. I'm, uh, I've, I've watched him a little bit I, i'm i'm not gonna pretend i'm a guy who's like who can break down defensive back tape I mean, that's that's why we have someone like d'angelo here <laughs> but um from what i did see of him he is really good at just like shadowing routes and he's right. he's like a he what he's six feet tall he's like he's a lengthy guy he's not like super athletic but he's he was really smooth right i think you even even if you're not like a really technical person you can see that when you watch someone play especially mm-hmm. with a defensive back mm-hmm. like how smooth they are in their back pedal and how how quickly they can mm-hmm. kind of get their hips around mm-hmm. and um those are attributes that this guy has um in terms of numbers he had a crazy amount of pass breakups I think I think he had like 24 in his Ooh, college career. Let's go. Um, Ooh, that's nasty. And, but and and this is kind of a good thing or a bad thing. But like he had some durability issues, right? So he mm-hmm. I don't think he played a full season in his three seasons um, in which he was a starter. Mm-hmm. But he still managed to have 24 pass breakups, which wow. is it's getting busy. Yeah. So like Oof. you don't want to throw his way. Um, you would hope that he would have more interceptions. I think he only had one. Mm-hmm. So I think he's gonna have to turn those pass breakups into picks. Mm-hmm. But um. Yeah, he's he's not like he's not a he's not like a heavy dude. Like he's unafraid to tackle, but he does not have the weight to tackle very well. I think yeah. so. He's gonna need to get his weight up. But I I think that's the get guy. Weight up, son. <laughs> I think I, uh, lift. I think that's the guy that they're gonna end up going after. What do you guys think? Nice, D'Angelo. You want to go first? Uh, I can honestly say, like, I mean. Think about who they're in the division with when I look at them. So you got Tampa Bay, you got mm-hmm. Carolina, you got mm-hmm. Atlanta. Mm-hmm. So I see secondary, but I don't know if they'll go for a safety or a corner. Um, just ball off of everything. Mm-hmm. If they do go for a corner, I, like I said, I like I said, my, I think, like I said, Asante Samuel will probably still be there, junior. And that's the guy that could play in a slide in the outside. Mm-hmm. I don't know if he'll be gone if they actually pick him up in the first round. I think he'll be a late, a late. I, like I said, twenty somewhere between twenty and thirty, mm-hmm. you know. Well, so I think that that leaves New Orleans to like try to get someone like that. And I think like I, I, I didn't get to watch a lot of this guy from Northwestern, but like I said, with Asante Samuel, he kind of sounds like the same type of guy. Except and they are what's his uh dimensions? Is he is he a big guy, long guy? Is he not? He's a long guy. Yeah. So outside corner, I I can see that, especially when you got guys like Julio Jones out there. Mm-hmm. Um, you saying you got Mike Evans, you got you know uh, Godwin, like yeah, and if Antonio Brown comes back, you got somebody like that. So like, it, I I do see that that could possibly be a thing. Like I I I didn't get to watch a lot a lot of him, but I think yeah, I think if your if your analysis is good, 
I think that he might be the guy. <laughs> yeah. Cool. Yeah. Um. For yeah. For New Orleans, I was thinking more more defense as mm-hmm. well. Yeah. Because I mean, I think offense. Obviously, Jameis is is going to be your quarterback. Yeah. Alvin Kamara. The they're going to keep using Taysom the way that they have yeah, a little right. Swiss Army knife on on offense. So I think they'll be okay in mm-hmm. that regard. Um. Mm-hmm. Plus, that offense is going to go as Jameis goes anyway. So right. if he sees the wrong color and throws the ball <laughs> to the other team like he has, has <laughs> historically done, mm-hmm. it's not going to matter what they have going on over yep. there. Um, but, yeah, no, I see defense. Um, I was thinking secondary as well because of because of the the people that they lost. And if you think about the other teams in that division, they, they do like to air it out. So, um, yeah, that's all I got. Put some respect on old Crab Leg's name, man. I got this man starting <laughs> next season. Um, but I, honestly, I agree. I think for right now, it's it's Taysom Hill. I mean, until, you know, our friend can prove that he's not going to turn the ball over. Oh, I think Jameis is going to start. Yeah. <sighs> okay. No, I, well, I do, too. I, I do, too. For sure. I, in my opinion, I want him to start. Like, even in the playoffs, what, last season, where the dude, like, just came in for one play and dropped that dime. Oh, like, yeah. You can't. <laughs> Like, there's certain yeah, yeah, guys yeah. with, like, a crazy level of arm talent that mm-hmm. are just going to be gunslingers, and that's exactly what Jameis yeah. Winston is. Yeah. Um, I I want him to start. Um, and I and, and going with everybody else was saying, you know, I think that they should also go defense. Um, maybe a guy like Tay Gowan will be there from UCF. Mm-hmm. Guy is a six foot two, 185 pound cornerback. Um, plays pretty good. Loud. He only allowed, what, 20 catches uh, from 50 targets for 274 yards. Kid's, kid's pretty good. So there's corners out there. It's just a matter of which one falls that far down. Yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I, I, could see like you know if if a quarterback ends up slipping i could see them going that direction like if if someone that they're really in love with because i i don't think they should be in love with either of their current options right um that or (laughs) let's let's assume that Jameis is the guy who starts potentially a tight end for him to throw the ball to Mm because i think historically we've seen that he loves throwing it to that position for sure and um like michael thomas he's a he's a big body and he i think he catches like short like shorter balls, right? So he, he could kind of like, he could operate in that way. But I think, I think Jameis likes having a big body that he can throw to because he, mm-hmm. he's going to like air it out, right? He's just, mm-hmm. he's going to throw it. Um, so if I'm the Saints, maybe to protect my own downside, <laughs> like I just get, I get a big guy who can maybe just catch those, those contested balls because you know they're going to be coming. Yeah. 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 For sure. All right. And to round out this uh, draft stuff for this week, we have me with Seattle Seahawks. <laughs> Let's go, Seattle. All right. So I chose the Seattle Seahawks. Why? Because why not? Um, <laughs> mostly because we've been hearing Russell Wilson wants to get out of there because he has no protection. He's, you know, mm-hmm. always running for his life, this yeah. and that, which he has been literally since he was a rookie. Um, and they had, well, they so they brought in some, some guys. So that kind of altered where... I was going to go in the draft. So they did bring in some linemen. Um, I'm still going to go linemen. At first, I was going to think, like, maybe they could use another receiver or something like that. But um, I actually – so interesting fact, right? Seattle only has three picks in this draft because, remember, they wow, traded for right. Jamal, Jamal Adams. Yeah, Jamal Adams. And there were some, some other moves that required some draft picks. So they only have three. They don't have a first-round pick. So they're picking in the second round is their first pick, 56th overall. Wow. Then they're picking again in the fourth round, 129th overall. And then in the seventh round, 250th overall. Wow. So looking <laughs> at what I feel their biggest need was, 
Um, I do think some of their line offensive line moves that they brought in are more are more depth. Um, so who stuck? Uh, excuse me, stuck out to me was tackle um, Jackson Carmen from Clemson, mm-hmm. and the thing with him. So he's he's a big dude. I forgot his measurables. That's just my fault. I didn't I didn't write it down. But um, he's a big yeah. But I think ultimately he he's going to get kicked to um, the right tackle or the guard mm-hmm. position. Um, he's a big body, strong, fast off the line. Mm-hmm. He's got a violent punch. Mm-hmm. Uh, Cons basically, um, he he needs to improve blocking while on the move, mm-hmm. um, which is going to be huge in Seattle, right? Because Russell Wilson's going to be moving. Um, he he. So again, he needs to improve there, um, but he should be a starter overall. I mean, that's where they're projecting him is he he should be an NFL starter. So, and he's projected to go in the second round. So if he's there, I think fifty six. I think it makes sense for Seattle. Um, I mean, why not do any and everything you can to, you know, protect your basically your best player on your team who has put it out there that, <laughs> hey, protect me yeah. or get me well, out I'm of out. here. Yeah. So right. that's that's really why I focus on the offensive line. But yeah. Thoughts. So for me, I 100 percent agree. Um, like anytime you hear Russell Wilson speaking to the media and saying, get me help. Mm-hmm. That's a bad sign because this dude's <laughs> been class personified since he's been in the league, and yeah. it's not even like it was a bad take. It's just like he's fed up, right. and I'm pretty sure he has Sierra in his ear because you know she <laughs> doesn't want a husband that's folded in half. Nice, said, you know, you're not going to get Russell Wilson. You're not going to get. <laughs> sorry, sorry, sorry. I'm actually looking at a report. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, no. I was like, we got somebody new. The, the highlight today because yeah. I was tracking the tracking the whole Russell Wilson thing, right. and I seen in a report like maybe four hours ago. Saying, hey, he still wants to be traded. So yeah. to me, I feel this whole. To me, what I see coming is probably them trying to draft another QB. Wow! Like I just because like if if Russ wants out, and I don't know how true these reports are. Every time that comes up, because you kind of you read everyone, you like maybe he wants to stay, maybe he doesn't. Right. Yeah. But if he wants to leave, I see like somebody like Kyle Trask moving up there. <sighs> I, I really do. Like just Ew. because Ew. of how that that style of of, of what of how Russ plays uh-huh. and maybe they trade up and as far as they can go and try to maybe grab Justin Fields, which I highly doubt. Well, that'd but, be a stretch, yeah. Yeah, it's, very, it's so much of a stretch, but I just see them going for a quarterback this year. I mean, maybe Zach White from BYU. Mm-hmm. Um, just, and there's one guy coming out that's out of North Dakota this year. But Trey Lance? Th- yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. Like, I could see maybe something along the lines of that because if Russ, Russ really doesn't want to be there and, like, you you kind of got to let a player go in a, in a in a certain way, you know, because right, yeah. like yeah, you know how that is. So as far as that goes, like if he doesn't want to be there and he's tired of Seattle, maybe it's a relationship with Pete Carroll that he's not liking mm-hmm. right now. Then you you got to let that guy go because he's not going to be productive for the team, you know. And not saying Russ is that guy because Russ Russ has always been the most professional guy that that in in a, in a, in, a, in, a, in the league as a whole, but um. I just don't. I don't see it. I see Pete Carroll looking at a a, a quarterback right now because I don't think Russ is sticking around. If he's saying he does not want to be there, then it's best to get rid of him. But I just have no idea who they would deal him to. Right. Well, so that's the question. Like, like, what, yeah. what do you, what are you getting in return from for Russell Wilson? Yeah. Well, and see, so that's the thing. So the, letting him go would 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 mean a trade. So that's crazy. Right. So you know they're. 
hurting for draft picks. They only got three of them. No team has drafted with less than five draft picks since 94, 97. Wow. So mm-hmm. they, they need to do something. So I could see, okay, so if they deal them, they're going to want – at least I would say two first. Yeah. At least two you know first what I mean? for a guy right. that you know who's gonna step on the field like day one and so, produce. Yeah. So there there could be the answer there, you know what I mean, with with one of these quarterbacks and you know, they can make it move and, and, and make it happen. But my honest thought was he'll stay in Seattle this year and he'll be offloaded next year. Right. But you know, we'll okay. see we'll see how that goes. And what what is what is the contract? 34, 35 million a year? I think it's like 34, 34 like if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. Somewhere around there. So yeah, 34 35. million somebody that can also have that cap space too. Mm. Yeah, Washington. Yeah, yeah not Philly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Guys around the table any thoughts on Seattle? Yeah, I I think I wholeheartedly agree. Like Make your most valuable asset happy, right? Like draft, draft alignment. Um, I, I also, um, this is this is not really a free agent thing or not a draft or free agency thing, but I'm just really curious to see what their offense looks like right. next season, right? Yeah. Like they, I mean, I, I think Russell Wilson deserves to have a, a larger voice as far as how things are going to go since it it goes through him. Mm-hmm. But um, Pete Carroll, right? Didn't he? like definitively say that he wanted to get back to uh, to like just sticking to the run right being a, a heavy run first offense so yeah i i think that they need to i think they need a offensive lineman i think they need to do everything in their power to get russell wilson happy and keep him happy mm-hmm. um but i am eagerly hoping that they do not i hope they end up drafting like something useless and uh i hope he's just super <laughs> unhappy because uh washington we washington have the cap space for you, man. we got a bunch we, of money we got some weapons too Yep. Right. Yeah. So stamp it. So I'm so based on what you said and what we've been talking about, I think there might be a little bit of an identity issue with, with this offense. I mean, if Pete Carroll is talking about, you know, we're going to run first and then Russell Wilson's like, well, I want to throw. We're going to need to get me help. Something needs to give. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm also thinking about Pete Carroll's age a little bit. The dude's like 70 years old. Yeah. So it's like if he does offload Russell Wilson sooner rather than later, and this team just looks like straight trash, how much longer are they going to stick with Pete Carroll? Well, I think if you get rid of Russell Wilson, right, that'll be an organizational decision. Right. But at the same time, I still think Pete Carroll's leash would still get shorter. Yeah. Oh, for sure. Because it's one of those things where you have a guy that is literally the face of your franchise, and you're just going to offload him like that i don't know um overall i think that you know it's it's something we definitely need to continue to watch um especially if we just found out that this dude still wants off the squad yeah Yeah, man that's crazy that's that's crazy yeah i hadn't seen that that's crazy yeah and the thing is like it's it's bigger than that too because like if you're not gonna put a guy in the position to win Mm -hmm. you know that just won a super bowl already like that's that's a whole other thing. And you got a guy like DK Metcalf that went for 13, over thirteen hundred yards this year. Mm-hmm. Like, I feel like if you don't give him the pieces that he needs for you guys to be productive, they'll be following trying to follow Russell out the door. Yeah, you yeah, hundred percent. Oh, so, yeah. oh yeah. absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Good call. <laughs> so yeah. Yeah, man. All right. Well, that does it for the first week of us getting into the draft stuff. 
<clears throat> excuse me, D'Angelo, we thank you, thank you, thank you for coming on with us. I know we got a little late start, and then we kept you on a little longer than I said we would. Uh, we can blame Adam just because <laughs> he's a young guy. Okay. He's a young guy. Um, but no, man, hey, you're always welcome on the show. We appreciate your insight. You know, like I said, we always chop it up football-wise, you know, walking through the hallways at work. So it was good to get you Always, on, always. Thank you, sir. Thank you, thank you, thank you so much. All right, brother. We'll catch you later. See ya. All right, bye. And we will go to break and we'll be right back. Hey, people. It's Eddie and Marcus here from the Average Sports Guys podcast. Are you looking for screen printed shirts or hoodies? Maybe you need embroidered polos, hats, or beanies. If so, check out our guys over at Full Color Prints LLC located in Chantilly, Virginia. Yeah, head over to FullColorPrintsDC.com or find them on Instagram at DMV T-Shirt Guys and support your local business. With over 15 years of experience, there's no wonder they're still in business and they're sure to meet your satisfaction. The average sports guys have used them and you should too. All right, so we're back. And so it was cool having D'Angelo on. Yeah, Max, he's a good dude. Knows his stuff. Yeah, man. And that was just like the tip of the iceberg with some of the stuff that we talk about at at, at, at work. So, um, him and Adam have conversations all the time too. So to me, it just, it just made sense. Yeah. Um, one more NFL newsworthy type thing. So this was, I think a little over a week ago at this point now. So, but the NFL has a new media deal, mm-hmm. um, where it's pretty much, it's an 11 year deal and it starts in 2023 and it's $110 billion. So it's a $10 billion deal Crazy for money. every year, right? Crazy money. Yeah, so some of the things that I picked out of there was uh, Thursday night football will transition to Amazon Prime only. Yeah. Um, Super interesting. Wow. Right. right. And, well, so before I move on, so Amazon at, at, at one point almost kind of seemed like they were going to, like step out of the whole mm-hmm. like sports like football type stuff and i don't know if that was like smoke and mirrors right to really be able to get in and then basically hammer out this deal that they did so um clearly that's going to increase prime subscriptions because there's going to be i mean i don't want to say who doesn't have prime at this yeah. point most of us do yeah. but, but but i understand financially maybe some people don't right so um that's the interesting part i've when to me when it comes to live sports i've never been the type that's um been super happy about all these paid type things because I mean, there's hardworking people that maybe just can't simply afford for these like premium channels or, you know what I mean? And, and I get it at the end of the day, there's some that'll say, well, you know, no need to apologize for that. But anyway, I just, I I was, you know, the little guy once and, you know, I still, I'm, I'm still a little guy, (laughs) still, still humble, but I'm just saying, I mean, I could, we have prime, you know what I mean? Um, so yeah, so that'll be interesting. Um, they, so I believe though with that, though it'll only be on Prime. I think if your team is playing and like in your market, it will be on local TV. Okay, so, that makes sense. So that's good at least. Um, ESPN and ABC will now have the rights to uh, two Super Bowls during this time frame. So within that eleven year window, yeah. ESPN and and ABC will will air the Super Bowl. So that's good, and they actually have um the rights to flex games now monday night games yeah that so, is clutch that and, is I, a and i believe that's that huge. starts in december because yeah. you know you get into yeah. the latter part of the season mm-hmm. and it's like when the schedulers are putting things together 
they're looking at potential matchups right. of what, like, you know, okay, this historically has playoff implications, blah, blah, blah. But, you know, sometimes as the season unfolds, that game you're looking ahead, you're like, ah, it's going to be Do I really want to watch, like, the right. Jets versus the Bengals on right. Monday night? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, so they'll be able to flex those games. Mm-hmm. Um, so they'll move that Monday game to, you know, Sunday during the day and then flex somebody else into that spot. But I guess they're going to have to do that early enough because of, think about fans buying tickets yeah. think about just the travel arrangements for the teams things of that nature so right. they're so they're yeah, gonna, that was going to be my next question which is how how quick how soon in advance do they have to do that right yeah i think it's probably somewhere like a week i i heard different time frames so i'm sure those that they have until 2023 to to, mm-hmm. to figure it out so for sure um so that's to me pretty cool because hopefully, if they flex the right games, we shouldn't have any more of those boring primetime games right. towards the end of the season with playoffs on the line, things of that nature. So, um, And then the other takeaway was just, you know, new money, more money it equals a higher cap for, for teams. I know Marcus is excited. And can't Super excited. He's going to be rubbing my bird, man, rubbing my hands <laughs> together. <laughs> yeah, we need that. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, yeah, I mean, if it, anybody got any take on that? I, I think it's a good I mean clearly it's just the rich getting richer yeah. but you know I, for me I just like I said Burt hand rub you know Eagles need more <laughs> money over here but in no but seriously in the end I'm all for you know players getting paid more I mean obviously you know the billionaire owners are getting theirs but also you know expanding that to make free agency a little bit more interesting mm-hmm. that's always fun that's what we like to talk about here on this show so um I'm all for it yeah yeah, and I think with that, you're going to start to see – so I would have to go back and look at the CBA. So this year, I think there's 17 games, right? Mm-hmm. And then yes, weren't, they, weren't they trying to increase ultimately to like 18 games, things yeah, like that? something so crazy like that. Yeah. I think with this with this new, new deal, mm-hmm. um, they're really going to push for those types of things to happen. So – yeah, man. Yeah, yeah I mean, I, I'm just super intrigued by the Amazon stuff. Like, I yeah. think Facts. if you caught a game um, – through prime i think last season they have they have some interesting things happening there like Mm -hmm. i know they i think it has to do probably with their integration with like they do the back end Mm -hmm. or like all the data with the nfl too like Mm -hmm. aws does all that so i think that they could put together some some pretty interesting features like this is the nerd in me talking but i feel like this could be like it could be a cool broadcast so i'm i'm very intrigued by what happens over there for sure i mean you got dudes like jeff bezos aka lex luthor over there just taking over everything (laughs) Got yeah, I was hoping he that, bought our but, team, but yeah, you know. man. I mean, sure. there's so many that don't like it. You know, they just, just as a businessman, they're just like f that dude. Yeah, um, which is absolutely fair to say. Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah. So. I feel like he dump a bunch of money into the team in the stadium. Right. I mean, you know, could go to the Amazon Prime Stadium. Yeah. You know what I mean? Just like, it'd be that one, the Washington Amazon Primes. Yeah, yeah the Washington Primes. <laughs> uh, hey, Optimus on the it. side of your helmet. Yeah. No, it's just, that, it's just that little arrow, yeah, that little curved yeah, arrow. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, that would be funny. That'd be you great imagine seeing that in burgundy and gold. Oh uh, yeah. All right, so that's a good segue or transition, if you will, into our team news. So as far as Washington is concerned, there's a bunch of junk surfacing with Daniel Snyder. Washington is is concerned. We are we are very concerned. Yeah. So I, basically, what it is for those who haven't heard, um, Snyder, the NFL actually just approved the purchase. Was it 850 million? Yes, I guess, sir. To yep. buy out. 
40 another 40 percent another 40 percent or 41 percent or whatever so yep. he'd be the, basically like the sole owner yeah right? basically he's just buying out the the mm-hmm. um, minority owners so yep i don't know I, twitter was interesting the other day so you know people are like dan snyder like once he buys the team, he's a sole owner because the whole thing with the name change was because of the minority owners yeah, speaking and, up. And, and, and the money and this and that. So that's why he changed the name. So everybody's like, yep, oh, well, we'll be the Redskins in a couple of weeks. And that ain't going to happen. No. Um, <laughs> but I, I, I do think it's interesting that with all the scandal and litigation and stuff that he's been tied up in over the last at least year, right, mm-hmm. um, that the NFL would approve that. You know what I mean? Yeah, right. It almost seems like they're rewarding him in a sense with that because now if you're the sole owner of the team. Yeah. And I I don't know. And for me, it's like going back to that whole point of 42% of the fan base are women. Like what what message are you sending by giving this man another 40% of the Washington football team? Like you really got to think about that. Um, It also, I mean – for me, I'm always a fan of, you know, letting those allegations play out and thinking about, you know, the people who he has allegedly affected and then making your decision based on the findings and the investigations and going on from there. But real quick, is is that not like this move? Is that not the biggest F you to those women? It is. A hundred percent. Who filed that too. And then I get it. They settled and, and, and all that type of stuff. But still, but yeah, dude, That's just like the biggest middle finger right yeah. right in your face. I mean, it, it, the, the NFL is like, as far as leagues go, they're like the king of sending conflicted messages. Right? Like <laughs> oh, yeah. They, they, no, they say dude. one thing yeah, yeah. and do the other. You right. never really know. Mm-hmm. To me, this just reads of the owners protecting one of their own. Right? hundred yeah, like, percent. I, I feel like... Those those guys are sitting there seeing Snyder go through all this, and they're probably thinking, "Man, I got some skeletons in my closet too." And if he can kind of take the bullet and and hold it down for the rest of us, like, right. right? Like let's just let like we as a unit, let's just all try to get through this together. I am I am just sad though because I really thought that like if anyone could pry the team away from him, it would be Bezos, mm-hmm. right? And I thought all the pieces were kind of moving into place for yeah. something like that to happen. Yeah, and now it does not seem that way. No, 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 no. it's it's definitely not going to happen. Um, Dan Snyder's the owner; he's always going to be the owner at the end of the day, right? So I would say this: I used to get real upset with Snyder from a football. standpoint sense it seems seems since you know uh coach Rivera came into town he stayed completely out of it there especially with the GM moves that they made I think there's enough buffer between on the field football operations and Jason Wright and then Dan Snyder you know what I mean so I think I think there's enough of a buffer there that Especially if Snyder sees what we all see the complete culture change they're building in the right direction and if you can start putting wins on the field, I think he will stay further and further away. So long as he does that, I'm cool. It's just the meddling. Clearly, I'm not cool with whatever those allegations were. Clearly, we didn't, we we weren't in anybody's, it, it, you know, lawyers' offices reading depositions, that whole thing, and you know, all that stuff. All we read and heard was what was in the Washington Post and other insiders, yep. things of that nature. None of it looks good. Um, so from that standpoint, yeah, I'm not. I'm not cool with him being the owner, but at right. the end of the day, there's nothing we can do about it. You can right. either choose to support the team or not. Um, so, yeah, that's – it kind of sucks. Yeah. But either way, um, yeah. 
In player news, in a sense, um, Adam Humphreys visited the Washington football team today. He's a former teammate of who? Ryan Fitzpatrick in Tampa. And I believe that was like he had like his best statistical season, um, but then was released that following year. I think he was more of a cap casualty. Um, And then so he was what with Tennessee? I believe so. He just hasn't gotten many targets there. But I feel like. He's a legitimate slot. Now, hear me out, right? They sign him. Guess who is getting cut? That's right, Steve Sims Jr. Yep. There would be no reason for this kid to be on the team. Right. He seems like a nice dude. I think he has talent. Clearly, he's in the NFL. I hate to see people lose their jobs, but if I'm him, I'm asking for my release if yeah. they sign Humphreys. Stop Why? lying. You want that man gone. <laughs> 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 if if he wasn't on the team, <laughs> you're not losing sleep. Safe to report, no sleep will be lost. Right, no sleep will be lost. Marcus is absolutely right. Um, like I, I will clearly wish him well. I remember For when sure. when, when he first don't came. Don't let the door hit you. Right. <laughs> right. Yeah, I'll help him pack. You know? um, yeah, I don't know. I think hum- Humphreys would be an upgrade in that regard. Can he yeah. return punts? True sli- and that was the question that 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 I heard that was asked, and I don't mm. know. Something tells me he can. I don't. I don't know that I've seen it. No, I, I can't remember. Yeah, I, I, can't, I can't say I've watched much of him. I can't either. Well, I remember being at the game in Tampa Bay when the Redskins played Tampa, and he was there. And I don't want to say he tore us apart, but I mean he was solid. Yeah. So I just can't remember if he was I mean, filled in punts. I don't know. Chemistry with a quarterback is important, yeah. right? And and if he's got that already, and 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 not only chemistry, but like the trust uh, of Ryan Fitzpatrick, I right. think that's absolutely something worth investigating, especially when like we are not deep at receiver in right. any way. Right. Yeah. We have, we have a lot of guys on the roster, but we are not deep talent wise. Right. Well, and then another, another aspect, well, first of all, it ain't going to cost much. Right. Yeah. Secondly, um, if you have Humphreys in there, he's played with Fitzpatrick. He can help the wide receiver room say, Hey, on these type of plays, right. this is what Fitz is thinking. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So boom, boom, boom. So I think, you know, clearly the QB is going to talk to wide receivers and things like that. But, you know, there's the QB room. There's the wide receiver room. So I think that can only help in that regard. Yeah. You know what I mean? So um, I wouldn't be mad at it. Like I said, I, I think Steve Sims Jr. would be on on the chopping block real yeah. quick. So, like I said, if they signed him, if I I would call my agent and say, let's try to get my release. So you, you have the time to latch on to another team because I mean, the draft is right around the corner right. and if, if maybe somebody could, you know, use you. So I, I mean, I don't know, but I mean, we'll see, <laughs> we'll see how it goes. I mean, hell he could be signed right now. I don't know. We've been recording, so yeah. I, I, I don't really look for the updates, but that's all I got in uh, Washington. Oh no, real quick. The name crap surface again. You want to know why? Because Jason Wright, I guess there was a, I think he put out another statement or somebody did from the team basically saying they may just roll with Washington football team as a permanent name. I'm First okay of all, that it. will piss me off. I'm okay with it. Yeah, Adam. Well, you know what? <laughs> 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 well, uh, to me at the end of the day, like you call them whatever you want. Like mm-hmm. that's a team that I root for. I'm not going to yeah. stop rooting for them clearly, mm-hmm. but I mean, if I had my way, it would not be Washington football team. I think I've said it on this show or when Adam and I used to do a podcast mm-hmm. and it, it's like when, when you hear, Jalen Hurts is a eagle. Eagle, yeah. Right. Chase Young is a football team. Teammate. 
Right. Yeah. Like, <laughs> it, it, so it's just like Chase Young is a Washington. Right. Chase Young is a Washington football team. Mm-hmm. Like, it, so it, it just it just sounds yeah. weird. Yeah. Right. No, I, you know what I mean? I understand. I I, I think it's maybe it's because I'm a soccer fan. Soccer fan. And I like get it. All, the all these teams, they like, like Washington like, FC. Right. That's huge. Everybody wants it. I don't. Mm. I, yeah. I, I, I get it. But I guess there's the part of me that's also like, yeah, we had this one name when I became a fan, right? Right. We are not that team anymore. Right. And and I, if we choose not to have, uh, you know, a specific mascot like that again, because we, you know, that was our original team, that's who we were, and that, you know, we're leaving that in the past, and we go this other route, I, I'm okay with that. Okay. Cool story, bro. No. <laughs> um, I, I just... If they're going to stick with this name, just come out and say it. Mm-hmm. Say, look, F all the other stuff. We're yeah. about to be watching a football team. It is what it is. Right. Okay. Now I'll spend thousands of dollars on, you know, hoodies, beanies, socks, you know, keychains, whatever. But that's really why I've been holding off is because, mm-hmm. like, I think I have just a shirt. And then I have the beanie that Marcus got me. Yep. Um, but... Like I wanted like a name yeah. and then I want like a logo, you know, they're going to keep the colors clearly burgundy and gold. That's cool. That's awesome. But all that other stuff, just, just give me a name. Give me a logo. We're all going to hate it. Right. Yeah. Like it doesn't matter. Oh, Washington Warriors. Oh, it sucks. A year from now, two years from now, three years. Look how quickly people accidentally got comfortable with Washington football team. Yeah. Right. So they'll figure it out when you call them something else, you know, mm-hmm. yeah, Washington true. chipmunks, like whatever yeah. it's going to be, it's just going to be, but yeah, I don't know. All right, I'm off the name stuff. <laughs> I, I don't even care anymore. All right, Marcus, what you got with the Eagles, man? So, it looks like the Eagles pulled money from Shoebox Financial in order <laughs> to sign a safety by the name of Anthony Harris. Let's go. We got a safety. Um, honestly, I was a little nervous letting go of um, Jalen Mills just because of how much better he was as a safety than he was at corner. Like oh, everybody yeah. knows yeah. this dude bites on double moves a whole nine. <laughs> um, but one thing that we could always say about him is that he was not afraid of contact. He's going, yeah. he's lowering the shoulder. He's lowering in a boom. He doesn't care who's coming up to make contact. He's going to, he's going to do his best to try to stop the guy. So the fact that we pulled in Anthony Harris really, really, really excites me, especially for our defense, who is the void of linebackers. But at the end of the day, we did replace, and in my opinion, in my opinion, we upgraded at safety. Um, two years ago, this dude was the number two ranked safety in the league. Um, he's coming off of a down year, um, so for the past two seasons, you know, he had well, 2020, 104 combined tackles, 58 solo, two tackles for loss. The year before, he had six ints, dude, six interceptions, wow. one fumble recovery. Um, dude's a problem, yeah. and I think you know sometimes it takes a change of scenery, you know. Um, yeah, like when Darby came to Washington. <laughs> see what I did I there? I see what he did there. <laughs> now so, he's gone. Yeah. He's gone. Endeavor. <laughs> For sure. So we signed him to a one-year, $5 million deal. Um, Where'd you sign him from? Uh, Minnesota. Okay. So um, dude was doing damage. So at the end of the day, I am super excited. And on top of this fun little nugget, dude is reunited with Rodney McLeod, dude. Mm. They played together at UVA 10 years ago. Hmm. So he, so he, so when McLeod was leaving, he was coming in. Uh, so he looks at McLeod as like a mentor type nice. thing. Man, so, you know who else plays together? And then they played together in college. McLaurin and. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. 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 Right. Well, I'm going to roll the day. Yeah. Eagle said, hold my beer. We're going to run that <laughs> <Yeah>. too. <laughs> Just the lesser version. <laughs> oh. 
I feel you. So, um, like overall, I think our secondary will be fine. Whether they, you know, retain guys like Craven LeBlanc, um, Avante Maddox, opposite of Darius Slay, we'll see. We'll see what we do in the draft. Um, but then again, our secondary really wasn't a super huge issue last season. It was more the linebacker. Uh, that's situation. what I was about to say. Like, because yeah. I mean, Alex Singleton, he played well. Like, he was great at run stuffing. But do not ask this man to cover, to cover. anything. Right. Yeah. So we need to find somebody in the draft. Um. I mean, but like we talked about earlier, um, we do run a lot of nickel. Um, so, I mean, that'll take pressure off the linebackers a little bit. But at the same time, we were terrible at stopping the run at certain spots in the season. I mean, guys were getting loose. And I think um, we devalued the linebacker position at the wrong time when everybody was going run heavy last season. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, again, we got to find another linebacker. Um, but moving forward with Eagles news, we signed a Delaware University Alumni and Joe Flacco. Joe Flacco. Super Bowl winning quarterback. Super, Super Bowl, Bowl winning put quarterback. Put some respect on it. Respect dude had a McDonald's commercial. A whole McDonald's, com- <laughs> a whole McDonald's commercial. Um, UD. Um, sorry. University of Delaware. Didn't mean to disrespect you guys. One year, $4 million deal. Uh, $4 million deal. 3.5 guaranteed. It's just another insurance move. Um, mm-hmm. Last season, he played what? Five-ish games, you know, 55, 60%, you know, completion percentage. Where was he last year? The Jets? The Jets. He was with yeah. the Jets. Um, six TDs, three INTs. I like keeping a vet in the room, especially yeah. when you have a younger yeah. quarterback like Jalen Hurts, who, in my opinion, who's going to be fine next season. Um, depending what we do, it's pick number six. Yeah, you do more chase. Um, so you just don't want him learning from <laughs> Sudfeld. Yeah. Yeah. You keep. Oh, we suds. all know what happened when Suds came. You in keep the game. Suds in the equipment room. Yeah, I, I lie to you not. Like I'm pretty sure as soon as Suds got into the game last season, when they pulled out what uh, Jalen Hurts, I'm pretty sure like the entire stadium, like as far as the fan base, if the people were even there, just got up and left. Yeah. Um, people oh. turned the channel. It was, they knew the game was over. Yeah. He, when, when, when coach was like, Suds, you're going in. He it was like, Kevin like, Hart. What? No, 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 <laughs> yeah. no, no, I'm not ready. Yeah. <laughs> I wasn't ready. Right. So, and he knew going into that, he's like, all right. I'm about to get eight up. Yeah. yeah like you, you guys got, no, it was, <laughs> <laughs> At the end of the day, I'll say this. I'm happy we're picking number six. I'm just hoping Howie doesn't screw it up. Yeah. yeah. Um, just get it right, man. Just get it's it not right. That hard. I'll even like like Jamar Chase is my number one. After that, I'll take a Smith, maybe a Parsons. We we have to we we gotta give Jalen Hurts uh, like a top tier weapon. Yeah. Give this guy a receiver. Just don't please. overthink it, guys. Like here don't yeah. overthink it. Like honestly, we haven't had a legit number one receiver. I mean, granted, Alshon Jeffrey, when he was healthy, he was a problem. Yeah. But, like, a guy that we brought into our organization who was not a, a crap starter, who actually worked it, like worked hard for, like, five, six, seven years, putting up over 1,000 yards, that was – um, what's his face? That was – just his name just escaped me. I played for the Ravens not too long ago before he retired. God, Jeremy Macklin, there it is. Oh, oh yeah. When that man was a problem, and it was him and Shady that were just yeah. dominating the yeah. offense. When so, when when Macklin left Philly, he went to Kansas City, didn't he? He went to Kansas City, and then he ended up on the Ravens uh, okay. before he retired. Yeah. So we haven't had a, like a legit guy like that in our organization since Jeremy Macklin. So, I mean, hopefully we can get back to that. This is the year, man. This is the year. You're pick six and there's tons of receivers. Because at the end of the day, I keep saying it, we need a guy to stretch the field to allow Miles Sanders to be able to get off. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, 
And we know our weaknesses on defense. And in my opinion, right now, based on the different run games throughout our division, we have to keep our offense on the field to keep our defense fresh and to keep the opposite team's run game off the field. Mm -hmm. Because obviously our front four, they're getting older. They're still, they're still studs in my opinion. I mean, Fletcher Cox is there, but now he's starting to get injured two, three games out the season. Mm -hmm. So we got to start looking like maybe like next year uh, in the draft for a replacement for him. Um, Brandon Graham's not getting any younger. Um, we just paid Derek Barnett his ten million guaranteed. Mm. Um, we have we have uh, younger guys like um, Josh Sweat that are that are doing pretty well. But overall, let's 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 kick this offense up a notch, man. I mean, Zach Ertz is going to be here for at least one more season. Mm -hmm. Let's let's see what we can do. I mean, uh, the rest of the league is counting us out, and that's the exact place we like to be. Yeah, yeah. Going into the season, Goddard Goddard well, is good. Too. Goddard is a legit. Yeah. Yeah, he's legit, good. Like legit I think Goddard problem. and Ertz, but like. Both of them healthy for right. once with a stud receiver. Like, and I think that could be a fun offense. I still, I still think Ertz goes elsewhere. Mm -hmm. um, and I mean, time's ticking down because the draft is not too far away. But I ultimately think they they part ways because he didn't resign, did he? No. So there's he's still like and he doesn't want to leave. But well, he no, hasn't. he's still under contract. He's still under but contract, but he the working yeah. he can he can look for a trade. Look for a trade. Um. And that, and then I just want our offensive line to be healthy for once. I mean, yeah. think of the guys that are on our offensive line. You have Jason Kelsey, who re-signed and mm. restructured. Um, uh, what's his face? Um, you still have Lane Johnson. I even like Jordan Mailata starting on the left side. Mm -hmm. um, even even guys like Brandon Brooks. Like, this dude is a perennial pro bowler when he's yeah. not injured. It's our, crazy. Like Our offensive line isn't bad, dude. A couple years ago, they were, they were like – Top two, top, top yeah. three, right? oh, like yeah. top easy. Three. Yeah, and then we just got injury ridden. Yeah. So, um, like I said, I'm I'm excited this season to not have quarterback drama, um, and to see what Jalen Hurts can do, you know, within this offense when he gets a legitimate offseason. And it's good that you know we did have turnover, right? You know, he, but last year was his first season, mm -hmm. so it's not a big deal yeah. switching the scheme, right? right. Yeah, it's not like he's much, two, three like years into, into it, it. right? right. Yeah. So I think we'll be fine. I just hope that Sirianni, you know, gleaned whatever he could off of Frank Wright to design something that, you know, the Philly fan base can be proud of. So yeah. that's what I got coming out of Philly. Yeah. And 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 we'll get into it when we do uh, the NFC East, like, draft right. special stuff. But mm -hmm. I think you guys do go offense. It, it seems like an arms race in the NFC East. Oh, yeah. sure. Everybody's trying to stockpile weapons. So mm -hmm. uh, that'll be interesting. But all right. Well, that was episode 63. This is Eddie, Adam, and Marcus. Again, sure. it's the Average Sports Guys podcast. Be sure to head over to our website, AverageSportsGuys.com. Yeah. All of our stuff is there. Um, our social our social is, 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 is linked there. Uh, YouTube stuff, yep. all of it's there. Check us out. Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, again, YouTube. Like, share, subscribe. Tell your mama and them. <laughs> Grandmama, everybody. All right, we're out of here. <laughs>